Yes, welcome in everyone to the Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast. Uh, as you'll see, no Liam today. He is otherwise engaged. I'm not quite actually sure what, uh, what Liam is doing, but uh, he didn't specify. But Because uh, I know that, I don't know if he's going to see the Chiefs. Is it next Chiefs playing in Germany next week? I can't remember. There we go. Yes, yeah, um, against the Dolphins. Yeah, but he's got his picks in, so we'll um, yeah we'll go through some of his picks as well and pick him apart maybe because he's not even here to defend himself. But someone who is here to defend themselves, Mr. Adam Wolford, how you doing? I'm very good, thank you, mate. Yeah, just a bit of a mad rush today to get here, but uh, all good and uh, looking forward to previewing these ones. Obviously, a little bit weird that we've got a full slate this week after the bye weeks, but um, not complaining. And five o'clock kickoffs. Remember, five o'clock kickoffs. Clocks yeah. are gone back. Yeah, Quite set your lineups. Get your, yeah, set your lineups. Get your bets in before five o'clock if uh, for Sunday. I just realised that the way my camera's working, it looks like I'm about to be siphoned up by some aliens, like in the middle of my roof. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Fun times, but uh, here we go. Uh, let's see if we can sum up some winners. A quick look at last week was not a good week. Last week. Um, Although I find it quite funny that Liam went three out three out of six and his profit and loss was minus minus a penny. So that was that that, that amused. <laughs> but um yeah, there we go. Unless I got my calculations wrong, I don't know. But there we go. Obviously, as I say every week, room room for improvement. But it's a free service. What do you expect? Is it yeah, we're just having a bit of fun. <laughs> having a bit of fun indeed. But uh yeah, let's get into uh, as we always do, Thursday night football. Uh, quite an interesting game this one, especially with the way the Buffalo Bills uh, have been playing very, uh, very hot and cold, but they return to home comforts perhaps uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, then, uh, another thing that I noticed uh, this week there's a he- there's a hell of a lot of eight point five um, eight point five lines, uh, which is quite unusual. Uh, there must be I, I literally think all of the primetime games, uh, yeah, they are all the primetime games are eight and a half um, from where I got all my all lines from. But anyway, yeah, Buffalo Bills are eight and a half point favourites at home, of course, against the Buccaneers. Over under 43 and a half. Uh, should be an interesting game, Adam. I, I think that's, I know Buffalo are at home and everyone might be just, you know, it's quite easy to think, oh, you know, this would be just the game where, you know, the the, the Bills will get right and, you know, you know, just show everyone kind of who they are. But I, I quite fancy the Buccaneers to to stay within that. Um, I think it all depends on uh, Baker Mayfield, doesn't it, really? Obviously, their running game isn't really, it doesn't really exist. The no. Bills running game doesn't really exist recently. Um, James Cook's obviously had a couple of good weeks, but he's not doing that much. And the the Bucks do have a still a good run defense. So mm. in theory, it should play into the hands of Josh Allen with the passing game. But he's he's been up and down this year. He's obviously carrying little niggly injuries like he generally is. Um, so yeah, it, it'll be an interesting one. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. It, it, I it yeah the the Bills defense has been beaten up. So they should be able to move the ball a little bit. Mike Evans obviously has formed a good connection with Mr. Mayfield. Um, Godwin got a few receptions last week as well. They're, they're quite shallow, but the the studs are good for the books. So it'll be interesting to see how they do. Uh, and yeah, for the Bills, obviously, we know what the Bills are going to do. Um, it'll be Stefan Diggs getting a load of targets, Gabe Davis getting the odd one, James Cook getting his rushing attempts. And um, hopefully, well, I say hopefully, I mean, Dalton Kincaid got, Five or five or six receptions last week. Last week, and um, with Dawson Knox out, he is the one I'm looking for in this one. Um, I think he's going to have a, a a coming out game, frankly. Um, so it'll be interesting. But he's the man I'm looking for uh, when I wake up in the morning for numbers and for <laughs> how he does. He is um, five to two to score is the best price on Bet Victor, who 
I don't like recommending because they're terrible. Uh, so eleven to five on Paddy Power is the the best of non-terrible bookies. Yeah, and no, I do. I really, I really do like that shout. Say so over two to one. I know he's kind of one that will go under the radar for a little bit, even if he does score a touchdown this week, perhaps. But I was trying to find what you mentioned there about the uh, the Buck run defense. I can't find. I saw a note on Vita Vea. I can't remember what the note was saying that he's maybe a game time decision or something like that. But I can't. I can't. I was trying to. Okay. That's why I was looking away. But I, I think there's something about Vita Vea that's not quite. Not quite right or something, but uh, yeah. So maybe maybe you have checking yeah, on that if you're if you're fancying the but if you're fancying the Bucks because obviously him not being there um, will help James Cook and Latavius Murray or whatever um, in in the run game and Josh Allen as well. So uh, yeah, no, I do I do like your uh, Dalton Kincaid uh, Dalton Kincaid shout. Uh, what did I go for? I went for overs in this in this game. I know you, but the Bucks defense is is also pretty decent in general uh, compared to what we kind of thought it was going to be at the start of the season. I think that there's enough there. There's enough star kind of talent on that team to to kind of upset and disturb uh, Josh Allen. I don't think it's just going to be that easy for Josh Allen. That's why I was quite surprised. I was I was expecting the line to be around six and a half um, for, for the Bills because I'd say they, they've thrown in more than one bad performance this season so it's not as light as if like last week again you know they lost losing to the Patriots shouldn't be losing to the Patriots especially the defensive players that they've got out but um, yeah there's enough there for me to suggest and it does it does depend on Baker Mayfield and you know the last couple of weeks he's not been he's not been as good as he, as he, he started the season really hot didn't he so uh, it will be interesting to see if they can get Mike Evans and Chris Cobbin going because outside of that there's not really you know, Kate Ottoman to get his four or five targets, receptions for 40 odd yards and move the odd chain here or there. But Rashad White's not really getting much done. And then outside of that, you've not really got a lot for the Bucks. So it will depend on it, will pivot. Yeah, it will depend on the pillars of Baker Mayfield and the two wide receivers. So um, I've, I've seen somewhere that, you know, Chris Cobbins kind of having a Deontay Johnson kind of season where he's got loads of receptions, but not a lot, you know, barely any. I don't think he's a touch, scored a touchdown this season, as he said. Um, I don't remember. Don't remember seeing his name. No, so you know he's been going to to Mike Evans for the most part. But yeah, no, I think it should be a good game. I'm not I'm not going to stay up for it because it's not it's not worthy. I don't think it's necessarily worthy of staying up unless you know you you've got the day off tomorrow. But um, yeah, it should be a fun game. Yeah, fancy fancy the Bucks to cover. Give me a give me the overs and uh, yeah, I do like you. Yeah, you I don't will. Um, I will add in the um, Skybet boost as well. I do like that. Uh, Josh Allen, two hundred and fifty passing yards and two passing touchdowns at seven to four. Um, I think that's that's pretty generous. As I say, they're a pass funnel, so there should be a lot of passing going on. And Josh Allen, we know, is capable. So, yeah, I thought uh, new enough 2-1, to one, I thought it was quite good. Talking of capable, the Sunday Night Football, the LA Chargers are very much capable, but they're pretty also capable of just not playing very well and just losing games. So mm. uh, they find themselves eight point eight and a half again, eight and a half point uh, favourites against the Chicago Bears who visit... Uh, SoFi Stadium, similar prices, two to nine for the Chargers, seven to two for the Bears. Over under here is at forty six and a half. T- um, Badgent, the backup quarterback for the Chicago Bears last week, did more, quitted himself more than than well. Uh, not to the point where we, we think it's going to be like a Dak Tony Romo taking over the starting job kind of situation. But nevertheless, it kind of gives you a bit of um, a bit more if you are an over 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 backer in this game that that could. You know, yeah, I thought he quit. Let's like say he quit himself quite well, and at least gave me. Well, I know Donta Foreman had a, a humongous performance, but it gives you kind of a bit more optimism that the Bears will at least put some points on potentially a vulnerable Chargers team in general. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I don't know whether I said on here or whether it was on 
my column, but I, I did say I thought Bajant or Bajant, uh, played quite well in his first game, despite the, the fumble six on his first play. I thought he did quite well. And then, obviously, it showed it last week. He he wasn't asked to do a whole lot. As you said, a lot was on um, Deontay Foreman, but he did what he needed. He kept it safe, and um, that was all they needed to do last week against a, a terrible um, Raiders team. But, um, yeah, th- this week the, against the Chargers, obviously, I, I had my rant about the Chargers last week, and then they went and got not blown out, but comfortably lost. Um, with a, It was a very strange game, that one. Obviously, all the points in the second quarter and then not much else after it. Um, by the Chiefs, which we knew would happen. So, yeah, this week they need to bounce back. They obviously have a much easier task this week, which is why it's eight and a half points. I wouldn't ever, I don't think I could ever take them at eight and a half points. Um, not at 10 to 11 anyway. Um, but I have gone a little bit crazy with my bet this week on this game, just for something a little bit outside the box. Um, Chargers to win by seven to 12 points is uh, seven to two on Paddy Power. Um, just like they should win by a touchdown. And because they're the Chargers, I don't think they'll win by much more than that. Um, I think the Bears will uh, the Bears will score enough points. The Chargers will mess up enough that they'll keep it close. Um, and it's another, frankly, it's another crappy game for Sunday night. And um, next weekend is a is a very good one for Sunday night. I just caught that it was the Bills Bengals. Um, so yeah, we've got a good one next weekend. But yeah, this week this week not the best. No, it isn't the best, but sometimes the ones that don't look the best. And I say, I think Badgent and the the Bears will be will be feisty enough to kind of make it intrigue. Like it might not be the best quality game, but I think it'll be close enough throughout. Um, which is why I, and I don't like taking the Bears, um, even plus eight and a half. I'd probably take them if you put a gun to my head here. And I've gone for overs again. I think there's enough points to be had on both sides. I think the Chargers not necessarily saying they're flat track bullies or be up on the bad sides, but there's there's an opportunity there for the Chargers to get 30 points on the board at least. And I think the Bears will score enough because there's the fragilities there of the Chargers um, that would allow the Bears to to do that as well. So, um, yeah, any any particular touchdown scorers you like? Obviously, Austin Eckler didn't really return with much gung-ho last week. Um, he's obviously well odds on anyway, but, you know, Roshan Johnson might be an outside bet if, again, the bookies aren't really good um on Thursdays to have touchdown scores up, but if Roshan Johnson, uh, he should be clear uh, concussion protocol, so he might be a decent price. He might be a biggish price because he's, you know, he probably won't be on the radars of of the less sharper bookies. So he may get like a four, five to one, six to one shot, um, and I'd I would be all over that if that if that happens. But um, yeah, I think I'd say I think there'd be a fair few few, few points, but uh, and yeah, quite a few touchdown scores. But it's quite hard to to kind of place. You know the longer the longer odds guys. You know you've got like Parham and Everett. Then they always seem to be a bit too yeah, short Parham. for my liking. Yeah, Parham Parham on better three six five as well. I was just looking. He's two to one, which is yeah, too far short. far too short. Yeah. Um. Whereas Everett is the main tight end. He's eleven to four. So if anything, I'd um, lean to Everett, who scored in each of the last two games. Um. But yeah, annoyingly, as you say. What's uh, have you got? Have you got the one there? What's Josh Palmer? Josh Palmer is even shorter, two to one, is uh, not worth, probably not worth. But he's, he's getting quite a lot. Of, he's getting quite a lot of the target share. I think he's like thirty percent target share um, since Mark Williams has gone down. So like, two to one for for that. And I say this is a team that you know the Chargers should be able to do whatever they really want to the to the Bears defense. So um, mm. yeah. And then the betting on um, betting on the Bears is equally as weird. It's Mercedes Lewis is nine to one. Robert Tonyan's ten to one. Uh, obviously, backups throw to the backups, so I guess that's why um, 
Mercedes Lewis is a shorter price, but I think they said last week he's well, it's eighteen to one. That makes a little bit more sense on a <laughs> bet three six five. Um, but yeah, obviously they said last week he's thirty nine, so nearly my age and still uh, still going, which is fair play to him. Yeah, just about just older, just older than me. Jesus Christ, we're wasting yeah. our lives. What, what have we done with our lives? We're sitting here on a podcast and he's <laughs> out there. I mean, he's not getting a lot of money, but it'd be a lot more than we get for doing this, I suppose. But there we go. Never mind. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Monday night football. Uh, again, there's that eight and a half points. Uh, the Detroit Lions at home are favoured by that many. Uh, for the tra- uh, and they face the travelling Vegas Raiders. Uh, three to one for the Raiders on, man- on the money line, if you're that way inclined. 45 and a half is the total here. And add them off to, you know, a shellacking that the the Baltimore Ravens game last week, uh, obviously back at home home comforts. Jared Goff and uh, the Lions should, I I think, cover that eight and a half. Yep, yep, definitely agree with that. Yeah, that they've been they're, they're the Dolphins. Well, I think we said last week they're the Dolphins of the of the NFC. Uh, I think we compared the two teams last week, and both of them failed against better opposition last week. But against poor opposition, they've been killing everyone. Um, so yeah, winning by two touchdowns should be. Easy enough to do, frankly. Um, obviously, it would be nice if they can get Monty back. I can't remember um, what his status is for the game. But Jameer Gibbs did okay with the extra carries. Um, he got enough. He got a lot of receptions. Obviously, they're in catch-up all game. Um, so, yeah, against against um, a, a very, very poor Raiders team who should have Jimmy Garoppolo back, but I'm not sure that makes a whole, uh, whole lot of difference. Um, yeah, that they should win pretty comfortably, frankly. Yeah, like as you said, with the eight and a halves, it is, it is a frankly, it is a teaser week. So I do kind of get why one of the other podcasts I listen to, which is now just the the, the uh, let's call it a Ross T teaser podcast. We'll go with that. All he ever does is bet teasers, and this week he had seven or eight. And I get why he does it, but it's not it's not betting advice. It's just a little bit boring because you know he's just going to pick every single Wong teaser and go for all of them. Um, but yeah, frankly, <laughs> bringing the Lions down to two and a half is uh, is um, money in the bank, really. So yeah, I, I think that they'll stuff them. I think they'll cover by uh, four or five points at least. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, there's enough. There's enough threat on the other side with Adams, Jacobs, and Jacoby Myers. That, yeah, and they get things. Michael Meyer and Johnny, uh, Johnny Smith, um, Austin Hooper, isn't it? That they sometimes get involved. There's enough. There's enough there to, for the Raiders maybe to get 14, 17, maybe even twenty points or something. So I'll take the overs, but yeah, I, I would definitely take the uh, the Lions on the handicap. And I know you mentioned there, but obviously Jim, Jamal Gibbs got a lot of um, a lot of catches because of seeing catch up. I don't know if this. I don't know the price of Craig Reynolds. I don't even know if the price is right yet, but Craig Reynolds maybe we're in a more positive game script, may get a few more runs. Um, but I'd only be taking him if he's north of like three, four to one, to be honest. I don't, I don't think he will be. I think he'll be less than two to one. Yeah, he'll be less than two to one. But so I wouldn't be yeah. backing. I wouldn't be backing that. But so the one one thing to note, obviously Marvin Jones. I know he's not necessarily um, a key player of of the Lions, but obviously he's he's stepped away from from the team for family family issues. So mm. you may. I don't know what price prices have you got there, Adam on uh, Jameson Williams at any yeah, time. Jameson ten to three. Yeah, that's not too um, bad. So, like I say, it just means that Jameson Williams might get a few more snaps because I know Marvin Jones gets trotted out there forty percent of the time. So, um, yeah, Jameson Williams might be one at a, one at a decent price, and you know, I think it might be just the type of game where he he kind of gets one. So, um, if you want an alternative to like a, a short price Gibbs or a short price, what what price is uh, Laporta? 
15 to 8, 7 to 4 ish. So, yeah. That's not too bad. Frankly, yeah. yeah, that's where I'd expect him. I'd expect him one of them too. Um, 365 is listing David Montgomery as 8 to 15. Yeah. Uh, no, well, he's, he's expected to be out until after the buy. So, I'd, yeah. Yeah. William Hill, 11 to 20 for Jameer Gibbs. Um, bet 365, 5 to 6. So, I guess yeah, if you want a bit of value, get in before 365 realize that uh, Monty's, Monty's not playing. Not yeah. 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 Lovely stuff. All right, there we go then. Um, um, we should probably mention, uh, we'll mention uh, Liam's as well. Liam's has gone for Bill's win and 42 points, uh, 5 to 4 on, I assume, Skybet uh, for Thursday night. He's gone for Chargers minus 8.5, which um, I think, uh, yeah, which is, uh, he's the only one who's confident enough that. His uh, divisional rivals will do that. And then he's gone for Lions over 26 and a half points on Monday night, which, as we've said, that should be well within the, the Rams' possibility for the Lions, who have been killing all the poor teams I've been playing. Yeah, I was getting to Adam. You, you don't have any faith in me. No faith. Yeah, no, you... yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I kind of uh, forgot that you do the little season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, if, you, if you're on the captain's seat, you can more, you can more than have it next week. But yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, let's recap. Let's recap the Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday football game. I'm checking. Um, yeah, as you can see there on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, over forty well, over forty three and a half points for me on Thursday night football. Kincaid anytime touchdown scorer for Adam. Sunday night football uh, over forty six and a half points for me. Uh, LA LA charges between seven and twelve points uh, for Adam. And then Detroit Monday night football. Me and Adam both eight minus eight and a half there for the Lions. Okay. As we always do, let's get into the Sunday games then. If you are watching on the video, on the YouTube or wherever, uh, they are scrolling along the bottom. Adam, your thoughts on the uh, handicaps for this week? Yeah, um, me and Liam have picked the same one. It's um, the Texans. Um, they're only minus two and a half or minus three, depending uh, what time you got on, um, against the Panthers. Um, and for me, I don't know about Liam, He's, he's me and him really seem to be in lockstep with a lot of bets this year. So... Um, I'll I'll speak for him as well in the fact that the Panthers are the worst team in the league by quite a considerable distance, and I just don't see how they're going to put up enough points. Obviously, they took the lead against the Dolphins the other week, um, and then fell apart. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, the, there's two rookie quarterbacks here, and arguably they should be on the opposite teams. Like from what we've seen so far, CJ Stroud should have gone one, uh, which would have been the Panthers. But they took Bryce Young, and yeah, I I don't. I think it's going to be a tough off-season for him because he's going to have to bulk up. He's going to have to get a lot bigger, um, which is going to be tough. Obviously, he doesn't have a whole lot around him, which is not his problem. But you'd imagine that eventually some team's going to just figure out to double Adam Thielen. And then I don't know what the Panthers have got, frankly. Whereas the the Texans, obviously, they've been moving the ball well. CJ Stroud's been great. Tank Dell is um, a guy that me and you have both been quite interested in this week. I know you traded for him in fantasy, and I've been... Uh, looking at him uh, all over the shop. Um, Nico Collins obviously has been good, and Dalton Schultz has been um, a reliable target for them as well. And then on the ground, they've been giving De- Devin Singletary quite a lot of work alongside Damian Pierce. So I, I just think like if you get under three points for the Texans, then I think that's um, a cracking bet. And yeah, other than that, I was actually interested in my Bengals at plus five and a half. Uh, when they were playing Brock Purdy, I was quite confident in them confusing the hell out of him and shutting down a system quarterback fairly easily. Um, but with Darnold in there now, it's all kind of mixed up and muddled a bit. Probably in there. Obviously, we don't know entirely, but all the signs point to Brock Purdy being out. So the, the line's dropped by two points. Um, 
and yeah, I can't really take Bengals plus three and a half. Um, coming about uh, coming off their bye week. Um, other than that, I didn't. I, I'll be honest. I've been struggling with uh, spreads all year, and uh, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. I think I think the Saints minus one and a half was uh, just flashing through against the Colts. I think they should be able to do that with the defense they've got. They should be able to slow down Gardner Minshew and the boys. And um, yeah, I was going to say take the Steelers getting points at home, but things have to even out eventually for the Steelers. And I think uh, the Jags under three points again is a decent enough price. Yeah, a couple of stick out, stick out for me. I do like, yeah, I do like the Houston one. Um, I don't I just really understand why Denver are less than a, a touchdown underdog at home against Kansas City. I know it's in Denver, but Denver are crap. Um, so, yeah, getting six and a half, getting a touchdown there for Kansas City, who can just demolish them in a half. Because um, I don't even necessarily think there's a backdoor cover there with a six and a half, but KC was the one that stuck out to me there. Um, Philadelphia, common theme for this week, uh, for this for this podcast, Philadelphia on the handicap for me, six and a half again against Washington. Again, I know Washington play Philadelphia quite hard, but um, I think the Philadelphia performance against Miami was a bit of a, yeah, a bit, bit of a statement towards the end, and maybe just a kick on. Hopefully, it's not a bit of a letdown, or it's not a kind of let you let your guard down a little bit. Because like I say Washington do. Um, do play Philadelphia quite hard. Um, they handed them their first loss last season, didn't they? If, if my memory serves me correctly, but um, Philadelphia are more than a touchdown better than the, the Washington Commanders. So those two six and a half. And again, if you want to tease it, tease it down to 0.5 and just uh, you essentially have a money line, money line um, double there. If you if you want to kind of do it that way as well. So uh, those were the two that kind of stuck out to me as well. And similar to similar to uh, you know. Arizona plus eight and a half. I think Baltimore um, on paper should you know, absolutely demolish Arizona. But again, it could be a bit of a letdown after such a huge performance against Detroit last week. So I'm kind of going to leave that one alone. But if you want to tease that down to two and a half, Baltimore by a, by a field goal, do maybe do all three as a teaser, a six-point teaser, and see kind of what that comes out as. So, um, yeah, those are the kind of three that I, I looked at. I quite, I'm quite confident in, in all three of those, and plus the Houston one as well. So I might... Um, yeah, might might have a little look and see what that fourfold fourfold teaser maybe looks like, but um, yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Right, um, if, yeah, you you covered Adam, uh, you covered Liam because he's the same as you. So there we go. Yeah, moving. Yeah, same as uh, same again. Yeah, so we can move it swiftly on then to the totals. What do you like total wise? Yeah, um, obviously you you put it in our group chat that the highest total was what forty six and a half this week, I think you said. Yeah, forty six and a half for the highest total. And again, there's a hell of a lot of thirty thirty four point five is is uh, you know we're bad weather aside thirty four and a half uh, in the Tennessee Atlanta game. That's the one of the lowest ones I've seen for for a while. Yeah, that that one annoyingly is the one that you're going to show up on the graphics for me in a minute. Um, I did do under thirty six. Um, because it's Will Levis or Malik Willis for um, the Sirens. And even with Derek Henry getting all the touches, I don't see how they're going to score more than 10, 13, 14 points. <laughs> and then the Falcons, obviously, the Titans have got a very good defense. And Desmond Ridder, you just never know how he's going to play. Obviously, he I'm not going to say he gave the game away last Well, he won, they won last week, didn't they, on the road in uh, Tampa, didn't they? Um, yeah, their defense came up well against uh, the Bucks last week. But, um, yeah, obviously, Desmond Ritter, you just don't know what you're going to get out of him. And it could easily be two, three interceptions again. They, they will get pressure on him, so it could be fumbles as well. Um, so, yeah, I I did put under 36 points in that game. 
I am already starting to regret that because it sounds horrible saying it out loud. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess under 43 and a half in the Bengals 49ers game. Um, but again, I, I didn't go for that because uh, Bengals 49ers a few years back in Cincinnati was an overtime game. It went really high scoring. Um, so, yeah, there's a chance that that game could be very high scoring, especially with Burrow coming back um, after the bye week, a little bit more rested up. And uh, T. Higgins, I'd imagine, will be looking a little bit better in his... It is his free agency year, so generally players have blow-up years in the free agency year, but obviously that has not been the case so far for, for T. Higgins, who had his, who's had a bit of a nightmare, but he'll get there eventually. So yeah, that, that's, I guess, the only other one I would have a little nudge towards, but I, it's tough to not say that overs are the bets to make this week with everything, all the scores so low, but yeah, I, there, yeah, there just yeah. wasn't anything that convinced me. No, it does. And certainly when you've when you've got the highest one at forty six and a half and a lot of thirties, you just think there's got to be points from somewhere. Or you just you know you're kind of trying to because we've had so many points for so so many years now and like reverting to type, you just think I oh, like yeah this this doesn't doesn't look right. It must all be overs. But yeah, um, hi Liam, how you doing? What handsome Joe? Yeah, I know. Assuming means the picture of him and someone else. But uh... yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I went overs. I went overs in the Dallas Rams game. I think uh, the Rams are good enough to, especially over the middle, uh, to pick apart Dallas with Nakua and and, and Cup. Um, don't necessarily need to run the ball because you can't really. It's quite hard to run the ball against Dallas. But um, I think it's going to be just one of those little crazy games where it's just a hundred miles per hour. I know Dallas have slowed their pace down quite a lot, and one might that might suit the Rams a little bit if they want to try and do a bit of a smash and grab. But uh, I think that kind of the offenses will kind of get their way a little bit with the defences. I know Dallas have just had their bye as well, but I just think Dallas Dallas will come out and score quite a lot of points. And I think that <clears throat> the Rams will have an opportunity. Well, they, they have the ability to score quite a lot of points and they've shown it on multiple occasions. So I think 45 and a half. Um, I think it's, it's not necessarily, I think that's kind of sitting on the fence a little bit for the, um, for the bookies because, you know, mid forties is just like, oh, you know, just take your pick and see, you know, what would you fancy? Um, type of type of line, um, and I just think this will go into the fifties. So I think that was a couple of points, maybe too short. A um, couple of other ones. Uh, if I quickly have a look, what's going around? Again, I didn't really fancy. Uh, I didn't really fancy anything. You know, the thirty-seven. Anything that's in the thirties, you kind of look at and say, okay, right, can both teams get to twenty, or can the team get to late, you know, thirty or something like that? And I don't really fancy any of those teams to do so, to be quite honest. So I can't really sit here and say, oh, I fancy, you know, kind of overs on any of any of the start with a three. So um, let's see what else yeah, we've got. So I think Cleveland. maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd go unders there probably. But um, I went to Cleveland. We went to Cleveland unders last week and that was done by halftime. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Denver, Denver KC under 45, 45 and a half potentially. I don't, I don't really. Kansas City's defense is really good and they could limit Denver to, yeah. to 10, 14 points. But the problem is you've got Kansas who could put up 30, 40 points on Denver because on, Denver's defense, although they've played tough last couple of weeks. So um, I'd probably go and, unders there. Sh yeah. Surely after watching last week, they know that Kelsey's just going to run 12 yards and then turn around. Like yeah. the, the charges were absolutely hideous in that first half. I just don't know how they did not figure out that's all he was doing. Every catch he made was two yards past the line past the line to gain. Um it was it was ridiculous. It was almost like um the league want Kelsey to do really well. Yeah. With uh, Travis Swift. Wonder why uh, yeah, Swift well, yeah. Wonder why that yeah, is strange. Huh? 
Yeah. Um, I'd probably go under, maybe under's in the Giant in the New York Bowl. And, um, Giants defense has been all right the last couple of weeks, and I know the Jets could, you know, could put up a, a lot of points, well, not a lot of points, but 20 odd points or whatever. But I'd probably be fairly comfortable with going, maybe to knock it up a, a couple of points and take a bit of a shorter price and go unders on that one. But yeah, outside of that, it's not really anything appealing. Maybe unders in the New Orleans game because Derek Carr and Saints have not looked good the last couple of weeks either. So, um, Maybe unders in that one as well. Indianapolis, uh, New Orleans, 43 and a half. Yeah, so that's the thing. The, the low totals, and we're still leaning under on everything. It's just, yeah, um, it's just the way this season seems to be. Uh, Packers, Vikings, over 41 and a half is one over. I would I would probably have a little look at. Um, yeah, uh, Stokes and think, Stokes um, and um, Savage have gone on IR, haven't they? I think for for Green Bay, so that could yeah, be a bit of a huge help. Yeah, didn't I think Addison got knocked up a bit, uh, banged up a little bit at the end of last week, though, so obviously have a nose at that because if they've lost Addison as well, they're down to KJ Osborne really. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it's, it's probably going to be a fairly low scoring week, which for me and well, me especially, but as a touchdown better, it makes things quite tough. Oh, great. Great segue. Touchdown better. Love it. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about this round off. Then again, as I say, not really much in the way of um, bookies setting up touchdown scorers, but one I quite like is um, Isaiah Pacheco. I don't know if we've got a price for him yet anywhere. Um, but so I've got uh, to subscribe. We'll probably have one. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have a look at that. And I'll also say just keep an eye out on it's uh, Johnny Smith and Marquise Brown revenge games. Uh, against obviously Atlanta, uh, Atlanta versus Tennessee and uh, Arizona against uh, Baltimore, respectively. So um, I would also keep an eye out on Jalen Waddle because with the uh, Tyreek Hill news, uh, if he's down, he could probably get a slightly inflated or value value bet on uh, Jalen Waddle, who's been a bit better the last couple of weeks compared to the start of the season. Uh, and then also uh, with Cleveland, I think I, I don't know if Jerome Ford's officially been ruled out by everyone, but he's going to miss a couple of weeks, according to reporters. So, um, Kareem Hunt could be mispriced, maybe if he's slightly inflated around you know 15, 17, 74, 15, 22 to one area, that could be a, a decent bit of value, uh, especially for maybe two plus as well. But, um, yeah, those are the kind of ones that, that I've, I'm keep trying to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah, 365 doesn't look like they're listing Jerome Ford, so. Um, looks like they've had the news on that one. Uh, Pacheco is twenty to twenty-one on Bet three six five. Kelsey's ten to eleven on William Hill, um, and I seem to think that he always scores in Denver. Um, so that's that's one I would probably be looking at. Is that before or after the game with Taylor Swift, though? Hey, uh, <laughs> maybe, a bit, maybe a bit of both. You were so disappointed um, in that joke. Yeah, uh, you you love your puns. I know. Um, I know. I should be a little bit more appreciative because I know they're going to keep coming. Um, so yeah, um, my my one for this week, I've gone for Tank Dell. Obviously, I mentioned him earlier. Um, he's coming off concussion. The game before the concussion, he had uh, three catches for sixty six yards or something like that in the first quarter, um, and then obviously missed the rest of the game. Him and Nico Collins seem to alternate uh, who has the big weeks. Um, and yeah, I thought nine to four for Tank Dell. Um, I think I did find it a little bit of a... Oh, and then uh, Dalton Schultz was the other one. Um, as I say, I do not rate this Panthers team at all. I think they're probably the worst team in the league. Well, I mean, their record shows they're the worst team in the league. Um, but yeah, Dalton Schultz, 5-2, to two, I thought was a decent price as well. Because um, one of them, I'm fairly sure, will score in that game. Um, it's just trying to pick the right one. But yeah, Tank Dell was my official play. Um, and... Uh, yeah. 
That's a strange but, one for Liam to pick. He, he always yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to spend more than five seconds on it. So I'm just going to. I'm just going to round off, and you can just see it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. So handicaps: uh, Philadelphia minus six and a half for me. Adam and Liam have gone Houston minus two and a half for our totals. Over forty over forty five and a half Dallas LA Rams. And well, you can see the different lines there. But it's uh, yeah, thirty four and a half at the moment. But when Adam did it, it's under thirty six. But uh, yeah, under thirty six for for Adam and over thirty four and a half for. Um, for Liam on the Atlanta Houston game, and then touchdown scorers. Uh, I've also okay. Oh, I haven't changed Kenneth Walker. That should be Isaiah Pacheco. He let me down last week, Kenneth Walker. So thank you for that. Yeah, and then uh, Tank Tank Dell for Adam and Nicole Hardman for some reason for Liam because for some, yeah he likes. He's, to... In fairness, he's he's five to one. I uh, didn't think he'd be that big odds to be fair. So yeah, a five to one. I don't mind it as much as I did when I saw no, it. No, just no, just no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway, anyway. That's, uh, on that on that note we will get out of here thank you Adam for your time as always on a Thursday good luck with all your bets everyone make sure you do gamble responsibly and we'll be back next week to go five, yeah, five, five, o'clock. five, five o'clock, o'clock this week yeah five o'clock this week get your line up set get your bets on good luck gamble responsibly we'll see you next week <laughs>